Yeah, uh, so I'm a comic, and I'm really into movies as well, obviously, from the Jurassic Park thing. But um, I thought of like a thing that there could be for comics where you can go to it, and every joke that's ever been told is listed there, so you don't have to worry about like Googling a joke or asking other comics, hey, have you heard this? And they haven't, and it turns out it has happened. So it'd be like the, the Internet Joke Database. There you go. I like it. That's pretty solid. I like that. I am JB. What isn't it? JDB? Oh, I think anyways. you'd get rid of the movie part. Yeah, yeah. There's no internet. Yeah, <laughs> internet joke database. Yeah, IJDB. internet joke. Yeah, oops, oops. <laughs> internet, internet movie joke base. There we what? go. Both. <laughs> IMDb expanding business. I think having the wrong acronym makes it funnier. So maybe <laughs> IMJB is right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. You'd find out that every joke you've ever told has already been told before. Yeah. Well, we'd have to have a date that it starts, like, uh, you know, vaudeville. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe wait until all these but new that, Netflix that specials come out. You could have, like, some app run that just listens to all specials that have aired on television. Like Shazam for music. Like, you could have a joke Shazam, basically. Oh, right. And then, like, a couple of years later, Jamie Foxx can host a show. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some Shazam show now. I was like, uh, uh no, I'm not going to watch it. I don't care who's hosting. I actually I got rid of my cable because I saw that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> well, so would you let anybody submit their own jokes to the database? You might have to limit it to whatever's aired on television. I would say semi-professional comedians. Paid, paid I, I like comedians. that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could like, just have couldn't, You couldn't just have it. It'd have to be kind of like the... Uh, Star Yuck's idea, where you have to have a certain amount of years into it where you could submit. Yeah, because let's be um, honest, no one's going to remember an MC's joke. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many times I've MC'd, I don't even remember those jokes. <laughs> but like, yeah, feature yeah. you might remember, and headliner you definitely will remember, hopefully remember. So I was just more worried about like all the new comedians stealing all the good premises but doing it really shittily, so I can't use any of those. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, if I if I had a dollar for every time I've seen that, <laughs> I wouldn't have a lot. I I just it'd be more than you know enough to buy one. Hold on to your butts. Yes, enough to buy the uh, domain name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's interesting because premises is different than jokes. Like one liners, exactly. Is, yeah. One, yeah. But premises, like you can't just oh, I own the premise of dollars. dating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then also that would mean that every time you wrote a joke, you have this chore now where you've got to look it up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that'd be a huge yeah, pain. Of what is Did this come up? Did you accidentally do a joke that you found out that a famous comic had already done? Or did someone steal one of your favorite jokes? Or how did this come about? There was a thing this past week where I saw someone do a joke that was basically verbatim of someone else's joke. But the person that told it didn't know that it was that other person's joke. And uh, it's weird because there is the concept of parallel thinking where you both have the same idea. But, you know, I mean, if that's the way that you go down with the joke, like that's the route you take, it could easily just end up being someone else's without you realizing it. Yeah, that's true. Because there's a big controversy with Amy Schumer going on all the time. And, you know, I mean, it'd be an easier way to get around this rather than having thousands of people just putting Facebook and tweets, all that stuff. Editing YouTube videos together, taking a bunch of time working on that rather than their own jokes, you know. I do a lot of one-liners. I used to look up to see if anybody had done a joke that I'd thought of. But after a while, I thought, fuck it. (laughs) 
Yeah. If somebody complains or says, oh, Dimitri Martin has done one of your jokes, Tom, then. Yeah. But I don't want that chore to, to every single one-liner to. No. Plus, there's like kind of a yeah. certain level of confidence to feel like, hey, I think this is an original joke. I'm going to get up on stage and then say it and, and have no worries about that. You know, Oh, did somebody <laughs> else do this? Sometimes, yeah, I, I think it would be better to find out if someone told you like, oh, yeah, Dimitri Martin has already done something like that. And then to go back and find out what it is. is. If you have this internet joke database, then there are people that can be like, oh, is that someone else's joke? And they can go look it up and then tell the person. And then you'd have the evidence. Mm-hmm. So you'd feel more confident in telling other people about it. Because I've seen it before and I'm like, do I say it? It's different enough. Yeah. But there's nothing to back you up. It could just be you being like, I think I've heard that before, but I don't know who did it. Right. So, I mean, luckily when it did happen, I was like, oh, I know exactly who that is. I can tell that person exactly. And then it's on YouTube, so you can pull that up too. Uh, No, I was going to say, but you're a comic and you're respectful of other comics. But like if this happens, I feel like hecklers just might in the middle of a set be like, nope, I got it right here. It's Aziz's joke. You're telling Aziz's joke like in the middle of your set, you know? Good, because then we could weed out bad comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that audience member. Maybe that would yeah. be like, oh, you didn't, yep. you're, there's no heckling. You should have done this after the show. I was told once yep. that I stole a joke from myself. <laughs> and what it was, was <laughs> oh, dude, I was so mad. And I didn't realize it until – but it turns out uh, when I started doing comedy, I was playing guitar and telling jokes, you know. And then uh, I stopped and now I kind of like wear a hat on stage. Okay. So uh, essentially it's like I put on like a dumb little disguise, you know what I mean? And I told the same one-liner but without the guitar. And the guy had seen me perform it at uh, Laugh Tracks. Okay. And then again maybe like four months later at uh, Ridley's. So in the middle of my set, I was cussing. He's like, you stole that joke. I was so mad. I didn't oh, address awful. it. I kept plowing through it and the set was good. But Well, good. You deserve to plow through it because, hey, it was your joke. You just didn't have the guitar. and This guy can't tell the difference between a person holding a guitar and the person not holding a guitar. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, fake mustache glasses really throw that guy off. So. Oh, <laughs> oh, he's off the trail. Where's... His mom is like Lois Lane or something. <laughs> yeah. Clark Kent's dad. <laughs> the glasses. Oh, shit. Where's dad? He's all confused. Who's this strange man in my house? Yeah. How come, how come there's a different guy here at night when I go to bed? <laughs> I'm trying to think, would there have to be like a internet heckler database where it's like an offshoot where, uh, Oh, like I would love that. Like, like if they, if they say, Hey, you stole that joke. It'd be like, well, you stole that heckle from, and then you pull it up on your phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. that'd be hilarious. That would be great. Like yeah. you just have these hecklers but pictures then, up there and like their worst heckles, like underneath, like, Hey, if you hear this, if you see this guy and you hear this heckle, kick him in the face. No, no. <laughs> I've had one idea, like, I was, I didn't, I'm not seriously thinking about it, but I've thought about opening up a comedy club, mm-hmm. but instead of putting comedians on the wall, just headshots of drunken hecklers, like a wall of shame, you know what I mean? Like, oh, not allowed back good. in, that's or fantastic. their friends come in and have to go to the pisser and just see all these. But you know what? That would kind of encourage heckling, I think. Mm. It might, if they, but so like, instead oh, of, oh, oh, I'm a wall on the of wall. shame. Yeah, yeah, put them on the urinal. Yeah. yeah, put them on one of those, Laser you know, etched. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. Yeah, you, bro. yeah, you did, bro. You pissed on my face. Yeah. That'd be, I think, the way to go. Yeah, you don't want to give them, like, props and put them on a wall where they look, you know, they're on the same level as all these other, like, good comedians. You just want them to be pissed on. Or maybe metaphorically. just, like, flame them on Facebook. Like, our heckler of the week goes to this douche. You know yeah. what I mean? Or you could convert the backstage area of Mark Ridley's into a penalty box. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just okay. You can you can see the show. You just have to sit a soundproof in penalty the penalty box, box where people just have to watch him. Watch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
watch snakes. from that little TV. I wish I could hear something. He can't hear. We can't hear him talk. Oh, that'd be fantastic. You get out when the next comic goes up, <laughs> if you've learned your lesson. Put a chalkboard in there, and he's got to write, like, I will not heckle like Bart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what, yeah. That's what we got going on. Any any more thoughts on that idea? Well, speaking of parallel anyway, thought, there is something on Parks and Rec, though, I feel like, early on, like maybe season one or two, where they go to a dinosaur-themed restaurant. Oh, my God. I remember that now. Do you remember? Like, I vaguely, like, and speaking, someone mentioned Aziz, and so I was just like, wait a minute. Why is this all? Oh, wait. I think they did go to, like, some kind of dinosaur-themed restaurant. Damn. Yeah. yeah I, you know what? I had the idea for this, mm-hmm. and then I saw that episode and was like, God, they took it. See? And then when you were talking about the uh, comic-themed coffee shop, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. And that's the reason that I forgot about it. We're actually doing Parallel Thought right now. Yeah. And if we had Internet My Joke database, we would have looked it up. But well, no. I, I vaguely remember from when I was a kid, they have, like, uh, roadside attractions where, like, some diner will have, like, the world's biggest ball of string. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think even on, like, some Pee Wee movie, they, they went to, like, a diner that had a giant brontosaurus. Yeah, that's legit. That's in California. I've been there. Yeah, I think I was in, like, I don't know, I was, like, 10 years old. It was the first time I was in California. My cousin's like, we're going to this. I'm like, what? I loved how excited you were now. If I could see 10-year-old you, you were probably crapping your pants. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, wait, what? What? We gotta go. I'm comedian Gary Madeira. I'm comedian Garrett Elzinga. We have another guest here, Shane Diles. Thanks for coming. Yes, thanks for having me. I'm your host, Tom Walma. This is Creativity Wasted. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. You can get uncut episodes, early access to episodes, notes about the ideas, and bonus stuff like that. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Thanks for listening.